Welcome to episode four in season four of Citizen Femmes podcast, Passport 2. The weather in London is at a high and we are all definitely enjoying summertime. So wherever you're listening and whatever travel you have coming up, we have with us today two experts when it comes to style for summer. Oh yes, you probably endlessly scroll through their Instagram feeds and if you haven't, you are missing out. Not only are they the loveliest people, they are the most stylish and they are going to share with us their summer wardrobe top tips as we gear up for a summer of very exciting travel. I'm really, really excited to welcome Anna Vitiello and Bettina Looney. Hello. Hi, <laughs> I'm Anna Vitiello and I'm a creative consultant and former fashion editor. And I also get to work with some of my favorite brands on my Instagram. And I'm here today with one of my greatest friends, Bettina. Hi there. And I'm Bettina Looney. I am a personal shopper and stylist. And I also am a content creator. Um, and work with some really lovely brands to be able to showcase them on social media. And as Anna said, we're so excited to do our first podcast together um, and to talk about actually something that we're very familiar with doing. <laughs> so to begin, as you mentioned, you're both great friends, which is uh, superb. Can you tell me about any of your memories, um, perhaps wardrobe memories, um, and some of your favorite holidays together? I would say, sorry, and I just like jumped in there, but I, one came to mind really quickly. But when we were in Venice, probably one of my favorite trips together in terms of wardrobe and accessories and and kind of walking around the city and everything. But we remember we brought all, all of our vintage finds that we had found that previous week. And we had so much fun styling everything and just walking around the city taking pictures. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was actually a really really fun trip I, I you know what that was actually quite a while ago so I'd forgotten we even did that but we really did have such a great time and we just went around having Bellinis and um, looking for Murano glass pieces to take home um, <laughs> th those were the good old days but um, I would say one of my favorite trips ever was actually a surprise that um, Bettina's wonderful husband Carlos and I put together for her birthday um, which was actually in Sorrento Sheena where you've just been and actually at the Excelsior <laughs> so we we Bettina and I were on a work trip before that and we extended it to have a holiday but she had no idea that everyone was coming to join us um, and we were staying at the Excelsior and we were having drinks actually on the terrace that you love so much um, and one by one, I think that we did, I think maybe 10 people joined us, but like one by one, they just kept drifting in and surprising her. And yeah, it was a, it was literally one of the funnest nights ever. What a lovely surprise to put together. Yes, definitely. It was fun. And it was just, it was literally just as we emerged from the first everything of COVID. So it, we weren't even sure that it would come together because Obviously, there were so many hurdles to and so many hoops to jump through to get anywhere, but somehow everyone made it out and it was really amazing. Superb. And that hotel is just spectacular. Bettina, I've just come back from the Excel Excelsior, Excelsior, and it just, it was stunning. That terrace was beautiful. Yeah, it's a very, very special place. I had never been to that part of, of um, that area as well. So it was an amazing experience and super relaxing as, as well. 
usually we kind of are on the other side and, and the drive is also quite <laughs> intense, but it was nice to be able to be a little bit more, um, local to like places that Anna also has been to and she has family that lives in Naples. So, um, it was great to experience that side of it as well. You mentioned Bettina vintage finds or Anna, you mentioned your vintage finds. I would love to hear about that and where you, I imagine Venice must've been the most spectacular backdrop for beautiful pictures and just the fun of dressing as you're having Bellinis. Um, tell me where would you, where would you go for these vintage finds? Honestly, we, we would just walk around and stumble upon random little shops throughout the city. There's so many. And we would, uh, some of them, I remember we passed by, we like, they were closed um, because everything closes quite early on the weekend. So we'd make it a point to go back. I think we were like rushing to get to our flight. Like, we have to go and get these vases that we saw in the window. <laughs> we we went and we found these beautiful little Murano ashtrays. Um, but we really just kind of, I think for Anna and I usually walk around the city and try and you know, find places by stumbling upon them. I think that's the best way to do it. Yeah. So it tends to be, it tends to be something we stumble upon. I definitely have like my go-tos for certain things when I'm looking for them. I have is definitely one of the main ones and I have a few alerts on there, but also I have, um, I'm a big, big clip on vintage earring collector and I have one amazing um, girl, Nicole, She's at the Eclectica on on Instagram in case you want to look her up, but she sources so much vintage jewelry for me. Um so there are there are there are places online, but there's really nothing I love more than just stumbling on something um by accident and just like this place that Bettina and I found in Milan was honestly one of the most special places I found from a vintage perspective, and we would just go in there and spend hours trying everything on. So before we go any further, I want to talk about packing rituals or best practice tips or anything like rolling, folding, traveling with a steamer, any nuggets that you can share with us? Um, I I am the worst packer, so I think Bettina should probably give the vast majority of these tips. I'm really the, I'm the person that goes somewhere, thinks, doesn't really think ahead, and just hopes for the best with what I've packed. <laughs> and I end up with nothing and then being like, Bettina, do you have um <laughs> do you have a spare white bag that I can borrow? Um, but obviously we're also lucky enough that a lot of the places that we travel, we're working with brands and we're sent stuff and we tend to have things available to to wear and use and shoot. Um, but actually one of the best packing tips I learned is from Bettina and it is quite life-changing. Um, in terms of prep, so I'm going to let her give all her tips. <laughs> and but um, she's saying this right. But every time that we go on holiday or anywhere on a trip, she looks so impeccable at all times, and she's packed very minimal things, but key pieces. So I think just from like a, from seeing you know clients of mine and being in personal shopping and styling, I think that is a huge. A tip to be honest because sometimes you can really overpack for a trip and you have so so many like different things that you've thrown in there that you're never going to wear where Anna really chooses the key pieces to bring on her trip and always looks impeccable so I think there's a bit of like, there's a bit of a balance there <laughs> yeah somewhere somewhere between the two of us is probably the perfect <laughs> packing human 
<laughs> exactly. I hope you never change. That way when we do go, when I have extra bits, I can still throw some in. But we'll see. Um, <laughs> in terms of how I pack, I think I think for me, I, I find it a little bit more um, like time-consuming because I do – I have like – like a curvy body, I feel like I have to try things on to make sure that, you know, what I'm wearing actually fits right. Um, especially being pregnant now that has changed everything. Um, so I usually go like day by day, depending on where we're going and I'll pack like a day, a day outfit and a night outfit really. Um, and then I'll cut back depending on how many days we're, we're away because I usually don't end up wearing, um, everything. So that's been something I've been trying to like tell myself. I'm like, don't pack as much as you think you need. <laughs> and I think that's a good tip to not overpack because at the end of the day, you end up wearing kind of the same things over and over as you would when you're at home. How would you each define your personal style? Uh, I'd say mine hasn't really changed in, in quite a long time. It's, um, I've always been inspired by the 80s. It's just my era Every, everything about the 80s is what I love it's eclectic colorful um and the silhouettes of of that era are really what make me feel the most me so the big shoulders the nipton waists the very 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 high waist um silhouettes um but yeah I'm, I'd say I'm Italian 80s and eclectic I love that description Bettina I I don't know I feel like my style is a little bit more eclectic in a way but I do love um more structured pieces uh I'm not afraid to to kind of experiment with with other different styles or um you know I I love like more of a 90s look at times when I'm trying to feel a little bit more comfortable or day-to-day you know I'll throw on maybe a nice slip dress with an oversized blazer and then kind of bring the outfit up with some fun accessories. Uh, but then going out, I do love wearing things that are a little bit more structured, that have some volume. Um, that way, you know, I love that I have at least one piece on that's a bit of a statement piece. Do you find that this uh, style uh, changes when you're on vacation or does it adjust to, for the destination? I do personally. I feel like Slightly. I feel like when I'm, depending on where I'm going or what, what the occasion is, like right now we're currently in, in Ibiza and I think that my style, it's a little bit more um, like based off of comfort, um, but also wearing like fun colors and, and experiencing more on that because I feel like in Ibiza you can kind of get away with a little bit more of like a vibrant wardrobe. <laughs> um and also you're in swimwear the whole time. So it's just about finding fun things that you can kind of put on top. Um, but I do feel like it's a little bit more relaxed when I'm in a, in a setting like this. Um, I would, mine doesn't change a whole lot, <laughs> to be honest. Um, I'm so, <laughs> I, I think people think I'm a bit crazy because I, I tend to, I still over accessorize, but it just feels, it just feels very me and, I've tried like sitting there in, in just like a sporty swimsuit or just something really plain. And I just, I feel like I am not being my truest self. So I still belt my, belt my swimsuits. I still wear my clip on earrings to the beach. Um, my sunglasses are 
um eccentric to say the least um <laughs> and I'm still wearing I'm still wearing blazers and yeah I, I I try and I try and stay as true to myself as possible um and just one of my friends actually gave me a long time ago a really like great way to pack which is that she, she always said like be you but maybe just like throw in a bit of the destination so I'll kind of like have my wardrobe but if I'm going to I don't know Asia or the Philippines or South America or wherever it might be that like it's it's fun to just like incorporate a little bit of the destination and the culture and location that you're visiting um so that's how I try and pack and and try and think of my kind of destination wardrobe do you have any go-to brands for summer wardrobe essentials definitely definitely some (laughs) we I think B and I share a love of Norma Kamali at the moment which is that they're just such effortless easy um, pieces and actually those are some of the best best pieces because we both have that Diana dress that um, Carrie made famous on um, and just like that which is so easy you can wear it to the beach you can wear it for evening you can wear it um, I mean you can even wear it in the city with a, a blazer thrown over it and I love those like versatile pieces that you can also bring back home and, and continue to wear but for me on the beach um, I definitely have one go-to which is Adriana de Greas um, and they're very very vintage inspired over the top beach pieces and very me they are the best also and I would say that the great thing about Norma going back to what Anna was saying is especially being pregnant such an amazing brand um to be able to fit in anything that's growing which is honestly a different factor that I'm experiencing now but I would say she's she creates really beautiful pieces that allow you to feel you know also really dressed up at times or just have a little extra um like on essentially when when you go out so I think she's a great great designer and brand um to keep in mind for holiday um bathing suit wise I feel like uh, Issa Boulder um and she also makes tops that are you know suitable if you are you know a bit a big bigger on top um so I think that is definitely one of my go-tos for holiday for this coming summer are there any designers or styles that you're really excited to wear or perhaps new brands or new collections yeah Yeah, we we have a we have a shared obsession with Saint Laurent um SS22 which is all the um the jumpsuits that that very very 80s collection that he put out um for spring summer 22 and we were actually recently in Saint-Tropez together um for a brand trip and I think everyone went in there and was like what do you have what do you have because obviously a lot of the smaller stores tend to have these more kind of resort wear pieces that you wouldn't necessarily find anywhere else um but yeah that's definitely obsession as is Chanel for the same reasons that they're, they're they were both very vintage inspired collections and they really felt like collector's items and just pieces you would wear forever and ever and yeah literally never want to take off so that's definitely one of them um I have so many other like younger smaller designers that maybe um maybe someone in fashion would be really familiar with but maybe not not everyone like the Alex Perry's of the world and um Victor Glimmel um who's a New York designer I'm probably saying that wrong but um (laughs) 
yeah, those those kind of really again like eighties, nineties inspired designers that are just putting out these beautiful, beautiful collections, lots of color and just beautiful kind of figure hugging silhouettes that look amazing on every single body shape. Um, yeah, who else? Be? Um, I would say one of my current favorites as well. I, I believe it's pro- pronounced Worm W O R M E Worm. Um, they're like little slinky silk dresses, but done so beautifully and they're very easy to pack. Um, the material is quite light, so you can wear it all throughout summer. And I just think for, you know, packing for a trip such as this, they're the best pieces to kind of throw into your wardrobe that you can dress up really easily. Um, I would also say that for me, I do enjoy finding really like old school vintage pieces that I can bring along on holidays. I think in terms of the pieces that I tend to keep in my wardrobe, you know, I'll come across a vintage piece that I found and it always remains in in there. So I think that's something to consider because I do enjoy when I do buy something, it's something that's going to be, you know, in my wardrobe for, for some time. Um, and I find that those type of pieces are the ones that stick the most. That's so true. And you will go back to them again and again and again, summer after summer and never, ever get bored of them. I think that's such a good point because I guess when you buy things seasonally, you kind of, there's more of this urge to have to rebuy the the next, the following year. Whereas I think if you have like a really special vintage silk piece or something, something that is just going to live in your wardrobe forever and ever, it also takes the pressure off then the like coming summer or the next season or whatever, because you know, you're still going to rewear that again and again. Um, and on the subject of um, vintage shopping, there is one more that I feel we should share. <laughs> that is one of our favorite vintage places in the world and it's Pandora in London. So if anyone hasn't been and enjoys buying vintage, that's really a, a must go because one of our friends who is also impeccably dressed, Rachel. Um, she it, it reminded me because she she bought this incredible YSL. It must have been like a nighttime slip dress or something. It kind of had, um, was it lips or hearts or something all over it? And then just the YSL printed. And that's one of those pieces you'll actually have and keep and Sash will also borrow and then hand down and never, ever get rid of. And those really are some of the best summer pieces to have. I do have one more that I find is a little bit underrated, but there is a website. I think they're US-based. Yes, they are. But Poshmark, um, I believe they also internationally. I tell Anna this all the time, but they have the most amazing selection of, I mean, really anything that you're after. And it's, it's, it's pretty incredible. And the price is also like, if you, if you're really wanting, if you're being price conscious, which is, I think for, for anything, you know, holiday related, it's always smarter to, to make sure that if you are investing in something, it's something that, you know, is going to be everlasting, but also, you know, something that is, you know, you're not you're not going and and breaking the bank just to spend for a holiday wardrobe. So Poshmark is great because the prices are really really reasonable. You can find something very special on there. Um, shoes as well that have like never been never been worn. Um, but it's a great it's a great website with 
endless, endless amounts of vintage pieces. That's really useful. Thank you so much. So talking about spending and also not overpacking, do you have any tips on outfit ideas when you're on holiday that can take you from day to night? Or how do you make that transition successfully without overpacking, perhaps? I think it really just depends on 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 you and 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 you know I think for me I'm I'm like a planner in those things I like to know you know what I'm wearing again I have a body type that I I need to kind of see exactly how it looks on you know because if I go on holiday and try it and it doesn't work out then it, it's kind of like a waste of of space in the in the luggage so um I think for me it's it's easier to try pieces that I'm bringing have kind of more of an idea of what I'm wearing. Um, because then it just makes it easier day to day. I go into the wardrobe, I pick out, I know exactly what it is and then go on. But then, you know, equally, Anna does it the complete opposite way, but looks absolutely impeccable every single holiday that we go on. And you would never know that we do it differently. So. (laughs) Thanks. But I think day to night, on specifically a, like a beachy trip um is actually really difficult because obviously the, the the fabrics the silhouettes everything that you wear on the beach doesn't necessarily work for the evening but I guess it depends on the destination but I went on um a very beautiful trip in the Bahamas a couple of months ago um and we did quite a lot of kind of like direct day to night there and and the evenings were quite swimwear heavy and I actually found it really fun and interesting to style swimwear for the evening and just putting like a high-waisted trouser over a one piece and then belting it and then throwing a blazer on on top and it's actually perfectly doable for example if you don't if you don't necessarily have the time to go back and change or there are things that you can pack into your kind of beach bag to throw on and then suddenly feel ready for evening and again it's that classic thing that I was saying that I probably would already have on, but like a, a sparkly clip on earring um, or like a headband or a, a kind of crystal necklace or something that you can throw on that suddenly transitions it from being beachy and daytime and relaxed to actually being much more dressed up for the evening. I think that's probably one of the easiest ways to go between the two. I think we both can agree that for... An easy way to dress something up if you're going from day to night is just packing an accessory that you can throw on um, that's that's easy that you can put in your bag. And I think we can both agree that we love to throw on um, a blazer that has more of like a structure or shoulder. And I feel like just putting that on top of something that you're wearing for a day um, during holiday can really kind of elevate that outfit. And it's something easy that can also be thrown into your bag. How do you both feel about resale or, or rental options for holiday packing? I, I personally think I absolutely love it. I'm a big um, believer in that because sometimes you'll, you'll enjoy something, but then, you know, maybe in a few months, it's not something that you'll be able to wear because it's not, you know, seasonal or it's not something that you can wear in the winter. Uh, but there's a really incredible rental company called by rotation um and they have such a beautiful selection of accessories ready to wear uh, shoes and i think if you're going away on holiday and you just want a fun beach bag renting is such an amazing option um for so many people out there to be able to also be a little bit more sustainable and in packing um 
And I think like during fashion month, that was something that I had looked into just so that I could have some fun accessories to wear. And it was amazing. And there were so many cool new season pieces that I could just rent for a very affordable price um, and bring along to, to wear with my outfit. So I'm a big, big fan of, of this whole new era, really. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I think, I, I mean, one of the greatest privileges of our job is that we get to, to borrow looks, accessories, jewelry from brands and then give it back. And I think it gives you that opportunity and that time to experiment with things and see if something feels like you or if you might not really wear it again. And we, I I have never personally, I've never rented anything and I haven't rented out my wardrobe because I think, um, actually someone asked me this the other day, but I think my, to me, everything in my wardrobe, because I've honed in on it so much is too precious to rent out because I would literally be heartbroken if it came back ruined or if anything happened to it. But we we've really had that opportunity within what we do to kind of rent anyway on a very regular basis and it really is one of the best things you can do because it's also a great feeling to wear something and give it back knowing that it's going to have a second life or it's going to live somewhere else or someone else gets to experience it and 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 wear it to something so i i think it's it's really great i i want to look into more more into renting um, but resale, definitely. I mean, I think Bettina and I are both huge vintage shoppers, as you can probably tell. Um, and there's quite, there are lots of amazing websites now um, and places in London like Warn and Pandora. Um, what are the other good ones, B? Um, I'm trying to think. Like Vestiaire, obviously, we buy, both buy so much from. And Bettina mentioned Poshmark. There are so many places to go. And actually, I've always loved the, I guess, the excitement of um, like treasure hunting in a way that you go somewhere and you don't necessarily know what you're going to find. There's so much joy to be found in buying new season and things that you know are just you. And then there's like a whole other kind of um, like rush when you go somewhere and just dig and find something that's really special and one off when you know no one else is going to have um and yeah that's that's like half the half the joy of of being of shopping that way I guess what are your thoughts on experimenting with fashion whilst on holiday I guess there's a sense of just freedom or holiday mode when you're or mood rather when you're away so I mean I don't know if you guys experiment so much but what do you feel about that and just you know exploring a little bit I feel I mean you know again I keep bringing this up a being pregnant and having a little baby bump, <laughs> I feel like I'm wearing things that I wouldn't have worn previously. Uh, I'm essentially more like things that are a bit tighter. Um, and for example, Hunza G have these amazing skirts that you can wear with a one piece or a bikini and throw something on top or an oversized shirt. And I think that has kind of opened up a new pocket of my wardrobe that didn't exist before um, that I'll definitely keep going forward. And I think with your style, it's always fun for, for me. I enjoy experimenting a bit and adding new things in and seeing what works. And, you know, we're always kind of evolving and changing um, how, how we want to kind of express ourselves. So I think that I definitely enjoy kind of all these different elements. And I guess with what, with my job, I see all these, you know, different women and their styles and what they wear. 
um, which definitely influence you to kind of experiment a little bit more. I have to say as well that for anyone listening that doesn't follow Vettina and wants to look at how to dress throughout pregnancy, she is absolutely killing it. And I, I actually think some of your some of Bettina's like pregnancy style is some of my favorite of hers ever and she just looks so beautiful and glamorous and glowing even though I know some days you haven't necessarily felt the best or whatever you just I, I love the way you've dressed everything and I, I hope I do that if and when I ever fall pregnant to just like go and try new things because I'm sure it's not an easy time to just decide to try new silhouettes or you know whatever but you've you've done that and just are absolutely killing it she looks incredible and very very glamorous so I guess even when you are not feeling great you can dress up and maybe it makes you feel a bit better as well yeah because I I think as well a lot of the time when, when we're not feeling great our kind of instinct is to almost just invert and go into ourselves and not not do something that is almost putting yourself out there even more but B's kind of done the opposite and just gone and tried things that make her feel the best she can feel and she looks even more amazing for it so I I think that's like a really good lesson is that sometimes you know when we're not really feeling ourselves or we don't feel 100% our very best we kind of tend to want to go and hide but actually you can like I guess she's kind of used that this like period as a an opportunity to go and try new things and it's yeah definitely it's a good piece of advice I have amazing friends that also are there like Anna to push me in these ways too so that's always very helpful (laughs) but I think that the way Bettina just really goes for it as well when she's um I get to I get obviously insight into her shopping lists and and things and she's she's good at like honing in on something that she knows is going to make her feel good and then going and buying a variation on those on those things so like the like the normal kamali silhouettes we were talking about that look so amazing over her bump like buying that in your leopard print swimsuit and then the um the dress and and like honing in on those things that really make you feel good i think especially when we're on holiday because obviously we're at our most exposed and most vulnerable from a body perspective that if you find something that makes you feel amazing go and buy multiples of it because you're going to, you know, that it's so, we're all going to have those days where we don't really want to get half naked into a bikini on a beach. Um, And if you have something that you know empowers you and makes you feel great, you're going to feel that bit more inclined to put it on and, and I guess like walk out with confidence and walk out knowing that you feel good. Um, So finding in terms of swimsuits and bikinis and swimwear specifically, finding something or finding a brand that you know works on your body and makes you feel the best you can feel is so worthwhile and it's so worth your time to go into a shop and try them on or bulk order something and try every single thing on and work out what makes you feel your most confident. I think that's a really important point that you touched on that you feel good so it's looking good but it's the importance of fashion how it can make you feel. Yeah. I think it's really important. Yeah, I think fashion how you feel in fashion is everything I always say it doesn't really matter what anyone else's opinion is on how you dress or what you're wearing it's how it makes you feel and if you feel like yourself and you feel great it's always going to shine and you're always going to you're it's always going to show in in how you carry yourself and you know all of those things so it really is important to think about how you how you feel and how your body feels are you comfortable 
um do you feel you know like silly things like on the beach do you feel like you can roll around do you feel like you can move are you worried you're going to ruin that costume there's how you especially on the beach how you feel is kind of one of the most important things to consider for sure also I think a big thing too is that you know don't be afraid to to dress up and kind of you know like we obviously love accessorizing and everything but I think sometimes we shy away from you know picking something that's a little bit more of a statement or you know really kind of going for it and I think it just depends on on what you're feeling with not being afraid to take that extra step when you're going somewhere for the day or if you're on holiday because you know I think it's fun and that's what it's there for and it's it's we're there to express ourselves in that way what do you think are some of the best destinations globally for shopping or fashion definitely Italy for vintage shopping it is top (laughs) and not even for for fashion but for furniture as well um I was going to say also Bettina is from Florida and we have another secret (laughs) I'm going to tell everyone everything we have another place in Miami um I happened to stumble across it when I was there with my boyfriend and I told Bettina she's like yes it's the best place in Miami and it's called Fly Boutique um and obviously Miami's very eccentric colorful printed eclectic like all the best things and um and everything in there is 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 honestly a dream it's like it's just a treasure trove of incredible um pieces and I do love shopping Miami as well because I love how I just how everything just oozes like color and confidence and sexiness and just it's it's such a great place to shop it's it's in a it's in a really it's in an area that honestly has has really grown in the in the last like two years I would say three years um it actually used to be an area where a lot of artists would go and stay because it was very close to the beach. Um, but this was like years and years and years ago. Um, I think like painters as well, but in that area now you have some amazing vintage shops, you have amazing restaurants and natural wine bars, which I'm a big fan of. Um, and definitely missing now that I'm six months pregnant, but, (laughs) uh, it's, it's, it's actually become such a, such a really lovely area for, you know, a bit of everything. Um, where else? I definitely think Italy is still by far one of my favorites. Yeah, definitely. And also Naples and Sorrento, where we were talking about, um, for, um, there's actually some really amazing jewelry shops. Um, Naples is very well known for its gold. So for anyone that loves buying jewelry, um, everywhere between Naples, Sorrento, Amalfi, that whole area, um, is, is there, it's just full of amazing family owned jewelers who have been making jewelry together for decades and decades. And, um, and yeah, just still produce these one-off incredible pieces that they design and and you won't find anywhere else so it's it's definitely a great jewelry shopping destination yes and I do feel that with anything vintage on Instagram if you type in what you're looking for as a hashtag usually it tends to come up with some really incredible finds whether it's furniture or jewelry 
or you know a specific blazer that you're looking for it's they're very it's very very good place to find you know vintage resellers that are on Instagram that you would have potentially never come across and that's something that I've been kind of looking into as well and like the other day and I I have to send it to you still but I found this incredible Instagram that they solely sell like vintage Chanel and YSL costume costume jewelry from before um and it is insane (laughs) so that's also a great tool honestly Instagram is amazing for those type of things I also I think this might be an unpopular opinion but I also love vintage shopping in Paris you go into these vintage shops and you just pile things into your basket and then they weigh it by the kilo but there will be amazing kind of like Mugler-esque um jackets silhouettes the big shoulders all those high-waisted trousers like all those silhouettes that I really love amazing hats and belts and and they're dotted all over Paris um and I it, it's very it's obviously very very thrifty and you have to want to get like down and dirty and really like search through everything that's in there not not literally dirty but um they 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 sometimes have some of the biggest treasures and then there are some there are obviously the higher end ones in Paris but if you if you're a vintage lover like Bettina and I are it's honestly one of the best places to go because there's just so much and you'll stumble across like a a YSL Reef Gauche blazer that you're not going to find anywhere else and it's also nice to be able to try these things on because when when you're buying contemporary obviously you you know what works for you you know what size works for you and often you've tried that brand before um but with vintage it's obviously always lovely to like touch and feel and try something on and check that the size works but I think probably Bettina and I agreed on on the jackets like the bigger the better I love things being really oversized the bigger the shoulder the happier I am um but yeah, Paris, Paris and Milan for vintage is really great. And I know that there are some really secret places in Naples that I'm trying to investigate. So I'll come back to you once I know more about those. <laughs> you either of you have a summertime style icon or even just a general style icon? Oh, so many. <laughs> I, I, for summertime specifically, I'd probably, this, I guess this isn't a real, this is more of a character than a person per se, but any Christy Turlington outfit in any Demarchelier shoot in any Vogue from the late eighties. <laughs> it's my, it's my spirit animal. It's, it's those like more is more shoots where, um, where Christy and Linda are wearing the, the monochrome Chanel looks and there are gloves and there are hats and, and there are heels and um, it's all quite over the top, but also all very me. And I would say, my style icon is definitely Yasmin Guari, which I think I'm butchering her last name, but she is honestly my my go-to for any inspiration. She's she was just incredible. Especially the eighties. I mean, and her in any any um summer summer wear. I swear I'm like, how? How can we recreate this? Yeah, it's all, I think it's all those, um, I think that's kind of the same era. It's those supers from the late 80s that on the on the Ungaro and the Versace and the Chanel runways where they're just all looking just like incredibly beautiful and feminine and confident. And I know if I could recreate her in, walking in Gianni Versace in the 90s in his shows, that's that would be my dream holiday mode every single time I go away. 
Um, is there one item that you will never travel without? Vintage Christian Dior earrings that Anna got me for my birthday. Um, I'm not even just saying that because we're doing this podcast together, but I swear to you, she can attest for this. I wear them probably 80% of the time throughout the year. They're always on my ear and I do not leave the house without them. They're like, and I keep them in my bag. I don't even put them in my drawer case. Like they're in my, my little zip pouch at all times. So if I need to pop them on, I can, but I would say those are probably one of my, my favorite pieces in my wardrobe that I don't leave the house without. That's very cute. Um, I love those earrings. Um, <laughs> it's so funny for that birthday. I like trawled the whole internet and I knew what I was looking for. Um, and I actually got them on open for vintage. And the second I saw them, I was like, that's, that's Bettina in an earring. Um, and it's obviously worked out because she wears them so much. Um, I, I, I guess mine would also be an accessory, but on holiday more than ever. And I do this in London. I do this wherever I am, but I never, ever leave the house without sunglasses ever. Um, because I, I think all accessories kind of do this, but sunglasses can just elevate a look in a way that no other accessory can. And so even on days when you're not feeling great or, you know, your outfit hasn't really come together. If you put on a pair of statement sunglasses, it just changes everything. So I definitely, if I'm honest, I don't really leave a holiday without about 20 pairs. If I'm, if I'm going to really bear my soul here, it's, 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 it takes up a lot of my luggage. Where can we follow you both on social media? We are both on Instagram, of course. Um, I'm at Anna R. Vitiello with a V, Vitiello, if I'm saying it properly. And I'm at Bettina Lumi. Thank you both so much. Please be sure to follow them on social media and happy summer travels and happy vintage shopping. If you love listening in, please do share the podcast and rate us on iTunes and make sure to check back in with our last three episodes of the season where we talked to West Hollywood, rail travel, and we discussed family travel. Catch you next time.